0: Hello everyone and welcome to the Isn't It Lovely podcast, the podcast that seeks to shine the light on all that is lovely. I am Rachel. And I am Tracy. And today we have our second
1: edition of our book club episode. And oh, we just had so much fun. We actually met in a library and we recorded this in a conference room and it just was so fun to be in the midst of all the books and be talking about books with our dear, dear, dear friends, Danielle Shields and our returning guests, Allie Belthouse and Ashley Holden.
0: Absolutely. Back by popular Demand. This is one of our most popular episodes ever was the book club episode. So we are thrilled to bring you book club 2.0. We hear about people's favorite picks. We have all kinds of great discussion. We're so excited for you guys to hear. And of course, get some great ideas for reading.
1: Another book club episode back by popular demand. We're not joking that the book club thing was like, I can't remember the exact number of listens, but it's number three for all of our episodes. Oh yeah. So Round of applause for Book Club. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Snaps for Book Club. Oh, yes.
1: <laughs> Rachel and I are sharing a mic, and it's hysterical. We're passing it back and forth. Um, OK, so we have a new member today, though. Danielle Shields is joining us. We cannot be more excited to have her here. Hi. She is looking so lovely over here with a beautiful little juicy drink. Should I put a picture in the show notes? <laughs> yes, we should. Okay, so we're all avid readers here. But Danielle, I think you're an especially avid reader. I'm making her nervous. Can you tell us how how did you fall in love with reading? Number one. Number two. How do you do it today? Like, what how, What is your process? When do you make the time to do it?
3: Okay, okay. yeah. Well, um, how did I fall in love with reading? I just always remember being a reader. And it was kind of my little special escape um, from, I don't know, childhood on, just being tucked up with a good book. And um, fast forward to today with four kids and a busy life. Um, how I make time is just in the margins. And um, I think I also try to raise my kids up to be readers and so that we can all be reading together which mm-hmm. is really just a sneaky way for me to have my own time to read. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we can all cuddle up together and everyone's got a good book. And then I have a little
1: window of time. Mm-hmm. I love that. So when they get home from school or like at night, do you guys just all sit around and read?
3: Yeah, perhaps. I mean, that, maybe that's a little too much, but I'd say like on a weekend or maybe Sunday rest time, Yeah. Um, you know, past the nap phase. And it's like, how do we get these three crazy boys to settle down a little bit? Mm-hmm. And that's been one way.
0: I love that. I'm going to steal that idea. That's so good. (laughs) I'm so sorry. As again, sharing the mic, Tracy and I are trying to figure it out. (laughs) This may stay in. Okay, so let's open it up to the rest of you. Again, I'm so excited that we have Ashley and Allie back by popular demand. And I'm so happy that we're adding Danielle into the mix, too. So we wanted to mix up our questions a little bit and ask you guys, whoever wants to go first, what is a book that you have read that changed the way that you view the world around you and sort of related to that? Or a book that was so persuasive, like overtly or otherwise, that it distinctly changed the way you felt about something or someone? So this is our worldview question. So whoever wants to go first.
4: I'll go first. Um, Thanks, Allie. Yeah. So the book that came to my mind right away, it's maybe a little bit odd, but it's um, A Man Called Ove. Has anyone read that one here? No. Okay. I've heard of it. Tell us more. So it's it's how, I don't know how to explain this. So I read it a, a while ago, a few years ago, but it's a beautiful relationship between an elderly man who was widowed and a new family that moves in next door. And I just feel like it, it opened my mind to not always have to form friendships or relationships with people who are so similar to me. And to have a respect for people who may be different or a different age or elderly people. And um, I don't know, you guys. I just thought it was the sweetest little relationship. And they gain so much knowledge from each other
2: that it just it's a good way to grow.
1: I love it. I want to read that. Yeah. That's Awesome.
2: What do you got, Ash? I'm currently Google, Googling something. Yeah, Google it. Is, is that off? Is that legal? When you're like, wait, what is that thing that they talk about in the book that I like? And what was the book that I like? <laughs> <laughs> it's legal. It's not coming to me. OK, but um, I think one thing that has really impacted me is a book called Emotionally Healthy Spirituality. Have you guys mm-hmm. read that? <laughs> And I was trying to think about the thing that impacted me so much. They kind of talk about, well, I mean, the title kind of sums it up, essentially. But I read this book probably, I don't know, four years ago. And it kind of talks about how each person kind of experiences a hard thing in their life And whether it be in childhood or adulthood or in your older years or whatever, um, it's coming for you. And it kind of talks about how pre-hard and post-hard, you know, you have options of becoming emotionally healthy. And I think for me, it just made me aware that when you, again, me go into the depths, right? I go deep. But when, you, when you look in a room, like even in a hospital elevator, for example, like people are smiling, but you're like, oh, what's your thing? What's your hard thing? And you know, I think it kind of gave me perspective. Like there's always something deeper happening. Like, um, if the, it really irks me, like, why can't people just be nice? For example. But when you go to the grocery store and the person that's You know, checking you out is really rude or crass. I guess for me, just kind of put into perspective like they might be in their hard thing. So that was very impactful. And I really recommend it for everybody. That's so great. And we're going to link all
0: these in the show notes, you guys. The show notes are going to be amazing. It's going to be a list of books. Um, But thank you so
3: much. How about you, Danielle? Oh, man, there's so many. Mm -hmm. Um, I had a really hard time. Uh, narrowing down, thinking about all of the different books that have had an impact. But I'm going to say, instead of just one book, I'm going to say that the kinds of books I think that have broadened my horizon and um, given me life over the years have been books that share a different cultural story. Um, What springs to mind like early days, maybe like Memoirs of a Geisha, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um, Kite Runner, Mm -hmm. um, Their Eyes Were Watching God, um, books that put you in the shoes of a different, uh, kind of lifestyle and experience. And I think that's what books can do is like, everyone's got a story to tell and to be able to understand so intimately what it's like to walk in the shoes of another person in another culture and what those experiences are like, like kite runner. Did I say that already? Mm-hmm. Um, it's so powerful. And I think just, To change perspective of uh, what we're all going through. Kind of like what Ashley's talking about, maybe in a more cultural way, just that um, get us outside of our American Western mindset and just the way that we function as humans is different on different continents, right? So I love that. That
0: It's so good. What? How about you? Oh,
1: Rachel says.
0: I'm so sorry. I said, how about you? (laughs) How
1: about you, Trace? Oh my gosh. I'm going to, um, I know I should have thought about all these. I did think about all these answers and now I'm thinking, oh gosh, there's like 50 that I want to mention. Um, one of them that I saw on my bookshelf last night, you guys, um, Donald Miller, blue like jazz. Mm -hmm. So when I was becoming kind of a, I, so I grew up in a Christian home, but it was super legalistic. My parents got a divorce and the church essentially kicked us out. So it was just like So then I turned my back on the church. I just was like, well, I don't want any part of that. I ended up going to college and and came to know the Lord again. And I picked up this book at the end. And I don't know if you guys have ever read it, but it's just kind of like a memoir of faith, basically, but it's hysterically written. And he was much younger when he wrote it. Now he's a little bit older than us now, but, um, I just love the way he wrote. It was kind of this is probably the wrong term, but it was like irreverent, just kind of, he was just stream of thought, just thinking about faith and kind of deconstructing kind of the legalism of the faith that he knew and meeting God in such a precious way. And I read that and I remember just crying over the book thinking, I can think about God this way. Like I don't have to think about God as someone who's mad and is slapping you on the hand every time you screw up. And so that was just a life-changing book for me. And it gave me A new perspective on how to view God and be in relationship with God. So, Donald Miller, everybody.
0: That's so good. I was actually just listening to a podcast talking about deconstruction and how deconstruction doesn't mean destroy, it just means take apart and examine. So, I love that you said that. He just made a safe space to do that. Yes. Okay, Rachel, tell us about your book. Okay, like, (laughs) I'm so sorry. It's an audio medium, but Tracy and I sharing this mic. it's, it's a real trip. Um, so you like, you
2: guys are doing so good with it. <laughs> thank you so you have, much. Thank goodness for that special connection. That oh you my have. gosh, the IQs! I'm, I'm picking up on that. Thank
0: you so much. Mm-hmm. I am actually really enjoying the experience. Um, <laughs> <laughs> So like you girls too, it was so hard to choose just one, but my choice was neither wolf nor dog on forgotten roads with an Indian elder by Kent Nerburn. You guys know I'm obsessed yeah. with precious Kent Nerburn and his book letters to my son. I love it so much, but he also is primarily known for his works that he has created alongside native American populations. And this was his journey to visit South Dakota. He met with one of the Lakota elders and it's considered sort of a bridge book to truly. help to, to your point, Danielle, two very different cultures understand one another a little bit better. And I think that's what I loved about it so much. I read it when I was quite young. I think I was 19 when I read it and it was just an excellent sort of, um, avenue into taking on somebody else's perspective and really learning how to practice empathy and to challenge the way we think about our own history and other people's history and why representation is important. So I will go ahead and link that in the show notes as well. You guys, this is a very like subdued like book club talk. Should we
2: lighten it up a little bit? <laughs> like,
0: is it time for the guilty pleasure question? <laughs> We're gonna
1: skip over. Yes. We're gonna skip a couple of these and go down to okay, we've kind of all shared some deep books, which yeah. is amazing. Yeah. What is a guilty pleasure that you guys will sometimes visit? Mm-hmm. And maybe it's something embarrassing. It's okay, this is a safe place.
2: <laughs> I, mean, I mean, is it though?
3: <laughs> well, yes. <laughs> Okay. I'm going to go first. because yes. I'm probably the most serious. I uh, love it. I, this just happened recently that, um, something about the hunger games came up and, Ooh. uh, I was talking to my 10 year old son about it and he's like, you, so, you read those books and saw the movies. And, like I did every single one, like I couldn't get enough. And it's not, that was kind of outside of my normal reading type books but I just devoured that series and loved them so much and I can't wait to share them with my kids really mm. just they're so fun and different from what I normally read anyway okay, so that's my guilty pleasure time.
2: I love it I I have to so sometimes like right now today do you look around and you're like whoa
3: it's the hunger games
2: <laughs> <laughs> may the odds be ever in your favor oh,
3: totally I, I yeah it does feel like that lately like that was a premon- yes. like a premonition you mean yes. yeah yeah okay I know just it's wondering. crazy yeah are we all trying to kill each other? Can I
2: say something <laughs> off of that too? Secretly, I when I read them and watched it, I was like, I, I think I want to be
4: Katniss. I, know. I know.
2: Like, you kind of look like Katniss, like in the most yeah, you, you know, know, just fierce warrior, beautiful. And did, this is yes. this is a fun note. Ashley threw javelin in college. I oh. yes. <laughs> at, at NDSU, you go Bison. <laughs> I didn't know that. And I was like, well, I think I could probably have the accuracy that she mm-hmm. had. I mean, you could.
1: Can that be your biopic yeah, for yeah.
3: <laughs> just yeah, you like,
2: throwing
1: a javelin?
3: <laughs> wait, wait, who are the two guys again? And it was like team. So I can't even remember. Anymore. Oh, like, yes,
1: it was. OK, let me think about this for a minute. Oh Gabe.
2: <laughs> right. Was one of them
1: Gabe? I know. Like,
2: I feel like it so wasn't. <laughs>
3: No, no, no. Katniss, Oh, Peta.
2: Okay, Peta yeah, yeah, yeah. was one
1: of them. Yeah. And then who's the other one? You guys, I just watched the movies again. I loved the books oh, too. Awesome. Katniss, Absolutely love the books.
3: I can't think of the names, but I'm just wondering, like, was Jake more like one of the other, you know? Which Jake hero? Jake Holland. Yes.
2: My husband is your cat. Right? I'm in sorry. I didn't scenario. bring him into my fantasy.
3: <laughs> Gail. I Gale. was so
2: close. I, <laughs> yes,
0: you you I were. just were. want everyone were. to know that the second Google search is what are the names of the boys in the hunger games? So we are not alone on this question. Yeah. Oh, there you
3: go. no one oh, can remember. Everyone remembers Katniss,
1: yeah. right? Yeah. PETA. I was team PETA. I don't know if anybody cares, but
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm not remembering yeah. the guys like at all. Guys go watch the
1: movies again. Okay. They're okay. so yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. So good. Okay. Ashley, guilty
2: pleasure. Um, wow, that was a loudspeaker. <laughs> <laughs> ASMR. Um, oh, okay. I, gosh, you know what's so strange about my reading? I've discovered I don't really love fiction. Interesting. I don't know. Um, so are you but saying you're not asking that like So you I don't have any ha- guilty
0: pleasures? Totally. Fine, not. fine. I like <laughs>
2: <Skip> Ashley. <laughs> <laughs> Daisy Jones and the six was super oh, fun for me. That was me. so good. I loved that, but I don't know. There's not much guilt in there.
3: Is there? A little. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I also tend My, to like nonfiction and you know really nerdy books, so yeah. I understand. what so you So this mean. question like, fiction, fiction is kind of hard for feels me. Kind of fun.
2: It is actually it? like I want to be fun right now, but I think I'm not fun because you are fun. A lot of times, like I'll <sighs> always fun. I'll put the book down and I'll be like, mm, I ain't got time for that. Like I yes, want to learn I understand. something. Mm, yes, yeah, same. You same. know, <sighs> I understand. Thanks for understanding, guys. Yes, I am we love a fun you. person.
4: <laughs> <laughs> we know you are, Ashley. I like all the books. So I like learning about it all and not learning. So this was easy for me. Um, for me, it was any Elon Hildebrand book or series. Yes. I'm really into the series because they build on each other. So basically, whatever is available to um, check out on Libby <laughs> by her is what I am listening to. I don't know. Um, I really liked the winter series.
2: Yes. So okay, I would Tracy's recommend, I
4: would that, recommend a- that or the Blue Bistro or the Paradise series, any of them. They're page turners and there's usually a plot twist that's somewhat believable. Um, Could you just
0: rate this for us
4: uh, (laughs) as if it
2: were a movie? Is this PGG R? I'd say PG-13. Okay. Yeah. Maybe PG.
0: So if this were spicy and we had like jalapeno peppers, like three, (laughs) average three. Yeah.
2: (laughs) We're not to the level of Colleen Hoover. No, (laughs) nope. it's not a Colleen Hoover. Nope.
3: Okay. Oh, is she spicy? Oh my very
4: gosh. spicy. Like, what's the. um, yeah. Well, I, yeah, we read one. From what I, I mean, from in my book, it's spicy. Yeah. Okay.
2: Colleen Hoover, what was the one that he's not that into you? No. Reminders of him.
0: Reminders of him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. If I remember correctly, he was very into her. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, Tracy, how about you?
1: Okay, Allie actually stole my answer. I <laughs> her and I both love these books so much. And I second the winter series and the Nantucket one, which one was that?
4: A lot of them mention Nantucket. A lot yes. of them are based um that was Paradise. Was that Paradise? Was, yeah, the Paradise series. I've
1: read so many of them I I'm yeah. not I can't keep track of them anymore.
4: Yeah. And the Blue Bistro too, I think. The Blue Bistro. Yeah. Okay. Okay. They are just like the perfect
1: okay. summer reads, you guys. And sometimes when life gets like, there's, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. so hard. Sometimes this is my escape where I just will be like, I need to read something mindless, mm-hmm. something stupid, something where there's not a lot of sadness,
2: mm-hmm.
1: some dorky romance. Like I just sign up for it. And that's just kind of like, oh, I take okay. a bath yeah. and I read these books. It's a Hallmark movie and a book. It's exactly what it is. Yeah. Yes. And aren't they making movies out of these? I hope so. Yeah.
4: <laughs> I don't know. Okay. So it's a great escape. And I would check
1: it out. PG 13. Like it's a, just an easy, fun, tiny bit of spice.
0: It's perfect. Mm -hmm. It's a nice little cotton candy. That's exciting. I think I accidentally made a double entendre earlier and I did not mean to do that. So if I did, I'm really sorry because I did not, (laughs) (laughs) I think I just gave this podcast a spicy rating of three jalapeno peppers. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, guys. (laughs) Okay, so I don't think that anybody actually shared anything embarrassing here. So I will go ahead and be the one that does. Okay. Um, when it comes to reading, same with you girls. I love nonfiction. I love going deeper, but you're right, I love a lighter beach read too, or a little lighter vacation read. But I have to confess, there are times, there have been times in my life where I have reached back into the recesses of my childhood for a quick little comfort read. Guys, even as a fully grown adult and mother of three, which I am. I will sometimes reach back and read a Sweet Valley High book. And if you know, you know, this is a bit of a deep cut, but two twins from California, blonde hair, Blue Green Eyes, The Color of the Pacific Ocean, as they reminded us at every turn. I would not recommend these books really for anyone today as there are a lot of problematic ideas in them, especially about traditional beauty. But one of the (laughs) twins was like the spicy twin, always getting into adventures, Jessica. And then Elizabeth was her more studious twin who cleaned up her messes. Mm -hmm. But guys, it's just this throwback to childhood. So like there have been times where I have been down in my storage room and I've gone like sidled over to my box of books from childhood and I'm like, hmm double love what's going on yeah. oh no the twins are both that. dating the same guy so that is my embarrassing guilty pleasure read every once in a while i just need a little bit of an escape and i return to my childhood with sweet valley twins or sweet valley high sorry oh. there was also a twin series in case that, you're wondering that
3: was both like equally precious and also such an excellent summary of sweet valley twi- like <laughs> Did it just you brought read me it? back Did you read it, it brought me right back i'm picturing the letter jackets <gasps> and the skirts. Danielle. Every, I can picture all the covers.
0: I feel so seen by you. I'm going to take a picture of one and text it to you later today. I'll put a picture of the show notes too. I want to borrow one.
4: I love <gasps> that you still you
3: have,
0: have them. have all of them.
3: Yeah,
4: you still have them. That's impressive.
0: Thank you. <laughs> They've served me well over the years. <laughs> Tracy, please, please take us to the next question. <laughs> no, I'm going to
1: camp here for just one more second. Because as you were saying it too, Danielle, I can actually smell the pages. Like mm-hmm. I can see them in my mind. I can smell the pages. I. That was like my, one of my favorite, favorite series growing up. I loved it. Rachel has a steel trap memory. So she could tell you all the plot lines. She could tell you every name of the book. I can just see the letter jackets and the blondes. And like, like I remember the feeling of, I can't wait to read and find out who's dating who and blah, blah, blah. But Rachel will remember every character and every plot twist of those books. So (laughs) maybe you should have your own podcast about sweet Valley high.
2: Wait, do you know who Jim quick is? (laughs) No joke. Okay. This is my shameful. Okay. this. Oh good. She's got oh, one. Listen to this. No kidding. I have the worst memory. I think I might have early Alzheimer's. I'm not sure. Oh no, but not with these vitamins. We're okay. all taken. <laughs> no, my coworkers back a few months ago will know this is actually true. Rachel, this is, this is on you. Okay. I remember we started the book club. You're like relaying all the details. I'm like, how does one have such an amazing memory? Jim quick. He's like, you're going to remember. So I was like trying to get my memory better so that I could relay the books just like Rachel. And he goes through this thing, you guys. How do you he does like little memories like to remember the most um healthy foods. It's a walnut in your belly button. It's a oyster on your necklace. It's no, oh, I don't remember. I,
3: I love think this. I I think Jim- what you're tr- are you saying Jim Quick ha- provides like tools for memory? Yes. Development? Okay. Straight and reading. he has
2: a book. I ordered it hoping that it would like make oh, yeah. my memory better. But it doesn't. You were trying to put yourself through brain camp. So that I could be like (laughs) Rachel. No. No.
0: You guys are so kind. Thank you for providing me with a safe space to land with that. I feel very safe and loved. And that's very kind. You know, it's just interesting the type of information that takes up real estate in your brain because I cannot remember my passwords to really anything. So there's nothing of note that I'm necessarily recalling. And I'm thinking about all of the brilliant (laughs) things that you have stored in there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, That's right. Mm -hmm. It's taking up a lot Thanks, of Thanks, guys. You have your doctorate in nursing. I just told you about some fictional twins from 1983. <laughs> so who's the real winner here?
2: Yeah. Right. I want to remember those things.
0: We're all winners here, Rachel, at
1: this table. Oh my gosh. Okay, just real quick. Oh wait, is it my turn? It is now. Is it your turn? Sharing is caring. Okay. Um, you kind of touched on this, but what is the book that you guys will go back and read over and over? Because it's kind of like a comfort read is do you guys have one? <clears throat> Anyone can start. Bueller. Bueller?
3: <laughs> Bueller? Oh my Bueller? Goodness. Okay, Bueller? I'll start again. Yeah. Okay. Um, yes. Hmm. I don't know that I do that. I actually am uh, such an impatient person. I always feel like I don't have enough time, and I want to be really super efficient. So the idea of reading a book twice just like kills me a little bit inside. And even um, I developed a practice uh, in my later decades here where I will read like a hundred pages. And if I'm just not totally, totally into it, then I just put it down. And I used to feel guilty about that. I used to feel like I've got to complete things. I've got to finish it. I've got to add it to my good reads with a, with a rating. And now I'm like, Nope, if this is not serving me and I'm not totally into it, it's done.
2: So I, I, same, I, same. I didn't get down yeah. with that.
3: Yeah. Yeah. The only thing I would say I've returned to, uh, and my husband also made this joke when, um, we were discussing some of the questions that might come up today. He said, Well, the Bible answers all of that. <laughs> <laughs> so I could say that, right? Like you can always return to Psalms yes. and there's something there for you. Yes. Yes. Sorry, I just said Jesus like in Sunday school, like my drop Jesus. Well, that's, that's a good answer. That's the right answer. No, it answer. is
2: it is true because when you think about what provides comfort and peace, wasn't that the question? Yes. I mean, there is truly nothing yes. better. Like, even last night, doing the memory verse with James, the Lord is my refuge and strength. The Lord is my refuge and strength. Like, hello. An That's the memory. Present. You're memorizing An right ever present present. I have a fifth grader, trouble. too. Yes. yes. Though the earth gives way. And the mountains will crumble. <laughs>
4: Into
3: the heart of the sea. Okay.
4: Okay, I did have one, and I don't go back and reread the whole book, but sometimes— Something will happen in my life and it will I'll remember a chapter or something. So the one that came to my mind, and I think I know some of you guys have read this, is share your share your stuff. I'll go first. I, yes. by Laura Tremaine, Tremaine, if I'm saying that right. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. and we I can't remember who's yeah, all read that, yeah. but there's certain chapters. So they're all outlined in the beginning, obviously, but she talks about things she's done, things she's learned, things she's afraid of, and how she overcame those and tools to get through all of that. And certain chapters just hit home with me, and I have reread some, even a page or a paragraph. So that's what popped into my mind.
2: Love it. Wow,
1: I love it. Rachel actually gifted us that book. Do you guys remember? Yes.
2: I think that's the only pink thing in my room. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you,
1: Rachel. (laughs) I love you girls so much. That's so good. Okay, Rachel, what about you?
0: What do you return to besides Sweet Valley High? (laughs) That was my answer. Um <laughs> Okay, I'm going to piggyback a little bit because honestly, the larger main book, which I think it's like my secret wish and hope and prayer that she would be a guest on this podcast at some point. Mm. (laughs) She's a precious woman, but I love that book so much. And you're right. I will actually go back to that too. Allie, it'll just sort of jog something or provide a bit of comfort or something. If I want to maybe go deeper in a relationship with somebody, I'll just like quick pop through there and like grab a question to pull out. Mm -hmm. But another one is, and I want to always be really sensitive with some of the titles that I share, because I know that as we all evolve as people and as Culture sometimes things change a little bit, but To Kill a Mockingbird Mm -hmm. is still one of my favorite books. And again, I want to say that very carefully, but I probably have read that every every year or two ever since I was thirteen. And there's something different that I glean every single time some bit of wisdom, some practice, and empathy. And it's been kind of a little bit of a staple in my life. So I'm going to also say To Kill a Mockingbird. How about you, Trace? Okay, I have a few, and I just had to look it up to make sure I don't screw up the title.
1: Um, okay, I've mentioned this book before on this bo- on this podcast. It's the Attributes of God by A. W. Tozer. Um, it is it's so deep that you kind of have to comb through the pages and just kind of marinate on them. But it just makes God just so simple, but at the same time, so God, you know, and so you can just—I always get something new every time I read it. Um, number two, and this is a recent one for me, it's called the gift of being yourself. And uh, I can't remember who read it, but it'll be in the show notes, but I got this maybe a year ago. And I think I've read through it maybe two or three times now. Cause it's another one that you just like have to take in. And I've been doing a lot of identity work this year and it's just so good you guys. And there's just so much meat to it of In order to know God, you actually have to know yourself. It's Mm -hmm. not the other way around. And sometimes we Mm -hmm. think that. And it's because he made us. And so to intimately know ourselves, it sounds very selfish, but it actually is not. Like if you read this book, you're just like, oh, this makes sense. Finally, to know yourself is to know God. Mm -hmm. Because outside of knowing, we cannot know God without knowing ourselves, and we can't know God, or we can't know ourselves without knowing God. So it's this two-way street. So the author just really gives you practical things on how to do it. And it's just, it's really been changing my life as Rachel knows. Okay. Final one, third one. Mm. I always go back and read the great Gatsby. You guys, sometimes I feel like life is kind of great Gatsby Mm -hmm. and you can recognize characters in your life. And you know, it's just, there's so much to that book that I love that they still make them read it in high school. I think it's such a great read for everybody and great lessons, great life lessons throughout it. So that's too many. I gave too many. No. No,
0: maybe you didn't give enough. I love that you said The Great Gatsby. That makes me so happy. Do you find that too, you, as you've read it over the years, that you identify with different characters in different ways than maybe when you first started? Yes. Oh my gosh. I'm sorry, I asked you a question that I didn't give you the mic back to answer. So everybody guess what you think Tracy said in response to me.
2: Do you guys write in your books?
3: Do you Yes, I do, Okay.
1: which is maybe I shouldn't, but I do it.
3: Do you, Daniel? Uh, like some, yeah. Nonfiction
2: types. I don't. No. Do you? Me? Yes. Actually, for sure. You do? Yeah. I like crinkle the pages, put exclamation yes. points, exclamation points, underline. Yes. If it gets a double underline, that's.
1: Actually, you lent me a book that I've never gave back to you. Um,
2: <laughs> oh I still have it. What is it? It's the Enneagram, the oh, spiritual
1: bro. Enneagram one. Oh, the
2: Enneagram?
1: Is it.? It's the one about how it's like spiritual related spiritually related mm-hmm. okay sorry that's a terrible description
2: <laughs> i don't remember
1: the title but i loved it because you had little notes in there and you would underline stuff and i'm like oh i wonder what she was learning on this page isn't that fun yeah i loved it yeah. yes
0: Okay. I underline too. And sometimes it almost becomes like a diary because I'm jotting down little notes and it's super personal. I mean, like obviously not like a sweet Valley high book, but there's other books that I have too where I'm like, if I ever donate this, I need to remove some pages because we yeah. mm-hmm. just cut off my notes on the edge because I don't know if they're for the, the public to see, but that's so good.
1: Um, I'm going to add a question. You guys that just jogged something in me. If you guys could give away besides the Bible, cause we all love the Bible and Besides
0: I love that we keep having to say the Bible. We all love God. It's all good, everybody. The holy
1: scriptures.
2: It's covered.
0: <laughs> Checkity check. Okay, if you guys
1: could gift a book, what is your most gifted book? If you want to give a book away.
2: I know my answer right now. What would it be? I Go girl, do okay. it. So currently in this season of life, I feel like something that has been very powerful for me is, um, well, yeah, crap. And I can't remember the name. Jenny (laughs) Allen, how to find your people. Mm -hmm. The first couple chapters, sorry, Jenny, they're very basic. I can skip over those, but I think the thing that I love so much and I would want all of my friends to read through is like, you know, how to experience like conflict in friendship. It's weird. It's uncomfortable, but I feel like if, I don't know, like I secretly also wish that my friends could see what's like really spoken to me in those books. Like I love you just because we're having a hard conversation doesn't mean like we can't come back around. I just find like in this season of life, it's so strange. Like I have my childhood friends. I have my book club friends. I have my sports mom friends. I have my, and not all of my friends are friends with each other and they are overlapping. And it's just kind of like, wait, how do you do this? I thought grownups have it all together, but I don't know. So that's, that's mine.
4: That's a good answer. I like that book too. too.
2: I don't have one, but I like Ashley's answer.
4: Yeah,
2: I love it. Yes,
0: the Bible and Ashley's
2: answer. I think <laughs>
0: "Find Your People" by Jenny Allen.
3: Um, yeah, I think probably mine would be a book called "Being Mortal," mm. and definitely one of my favorites over the last five years. And it just covers. Uh, it's written by an Indian doctor, and kind of an exploration of what it's like to be mortal and the experience of being human. Um, and then, kind of, I'd say maybe like end of life uh, discussions and, um, just, you know, the other side of being mortal is that that means that there'll be an end. Right. And then how do we cope with that, deal with that, make those decisions. And it's such a sweet, uh, picture of how to care for humans well. And there's a lot of, um, stuff that was really interesting to me in terms of like senior citizens and end of life and Mm -hmm. what that's like and how we derive, uh, independence and, how we feel alive and um, what makes us feel human. So it was a, a good deep dive that I love, and I felt like when I finished, everyone should read this mm-hmm. because it so it informs your younger years and what to make, you know how to make a life meaningful.
0: Oh, I love that! I think I read that some excerpts of that. I believe it was republished in the Atlantic or some publication like yeah, that. That was right. really powerful. It really That's was so great. Mm-hmm. How about you, Trace? Today Did
1: I, I didn't answer yet. Oh, who I would give... <laughs> what was the question? <laughs> you
2: Silly girl. <laughs> take who who drink, asked that? Who asked that question? Take her drink of the coffee. <laughs> okay, a book to
1: give away. Okay, I am sorry to reuse one of my answers, but I think it would be Attributes of God mm-hmm. because it just makes God so accessible. And I actually do get that one away quite a bit. And it's just... Just read it, you guys. God. Along with being mortal, read this book. It's, it's so good. Okay, wait. What about you? Oh God,
0: I'm sorry. I love sorry. you girls so much. I'm having really so much fun. Oh this is God. the best. <laughs> Okay. I definitely, and I'm so sorry because I mentioned this book on this podcast all the time. It's the unofficial sponsor of the podcast, but it's the book <laughs> Letters to My Son by okay. Kent Nurburn. I believe I've gifted all of you probably mm-hmm. at some point with this book. And as for those maybe who don't know, it's it's Kent Nerburn. Every chapter is devoted to something, love, money, travel, just this beautiful wisdom that he's shared with his son. And it was again, one of those books that I read that I felt like it just spoke directly to my heart and it just put into words all these sort of thoughts that I had. And so it's touched me so much. And whenever I feel a special connection with somebody, there's a chapter in there called the blue moment, which addresses that really special feeling of closeness that you can have with somebody, not necessarily romantic, platonic, whatever. And so whenever I feel that connection with somebody, I usually want to give them that book and then um, mark that page. So yeah, another, another dream guest for this podcast, Kent, he lives in Oregon now, but him and Laura Tremaine. (laughs)
1: Oh gosh. Okay. You guys, we could, obviously we could talk about books all day. Um, but we end every episode talking about something that we're loving this week. Could be anything could be product. It could be another book. Why not? This is book talk. Um, so Allie, do you want to start? What sure. are you, what are you loving this week?
4: Okay. I have two things on the way over here. I thought of one thing. Do you guys know Olga from Olga's yes. alteration? Yes. I love her. I'm going to go there after this okay. to get something shortened. Yes. If you know me, I'm not very tall. Yes. She's great. So if you need alterations, I'd go to her. She's on 26th Street in Sioux I Falls. I second that. Yes. Yes.
3: I third it. <laughs> <laughs> it passes. She's adorable. She's, is she Russian?
4: <gasps> I think she's Ukrainian. Ukrainian. I think she's yeah, Ukrainian. Ukrainian. Yeah. She's the yes. sweetest woman in her That's husband, too. He's yeah. always there, too. Yeah, yeah
3: she's, she's adorable.
4: Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, the thing that I came in to say that I had prepared was this product called Goof Off Marks Ooh. Messes and Stain Remover. This sounds ridiculous, but no. I, if you know me, you've probably, I probably talked to you about Folex before <laughs> yes. I, Folex remove it, removes stains from upholstery. It works amazing. I went to Lowe's to go get more Folex and right next to it was this product mm. and it takes off scuff marks mm. on all of my walls, my doors, my baseboards. I have three boys. I've tried magic erasers. That stuff is magic.
1: Wow. So, okay. Adding to cart.
3: Yeah. 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 Thank you. That's a hot tip. That was a strong recommendation. (laughs) Daniel, how about you? Okay. Okay. Um, I, okay. I'm going to just go super nerdy. And I listened to a podcast this week and it was, um, it's a, it's a classical things you should know or something podcast, but it was discussing Kierkegaard's book, fear of trembling, which covers the story of Abraham and Isaac. And, um, it was a delightful discussion that sort of discussed, um, the absurdity of faith. And I just found so much solace in that because kind of what they were saying is like, um, you have to be, uh, if you imagine like a really low IQ, it's easy to have faith. It's easy to believe in something that's so, uh, supernatural, but then on the other side of it, we can overthink in the middle and make everything more difficult than it is, and like doubt and all of that creeps in and second guessing. And Abraham had to, you know, employ this like crazy obedience to do what God was asking him to do. And it's this um, sort of gap in knowing that obedience is some sort of faith, but that he had to. Uh, I'm going to mess this up. Um, just that we can overthink so much and that there's like even a higher, like transcendence of <clears throat> what we think is absurd to have like this other level of faith. And that just really spoke to me this week.
1: Wow. Gosh, I, we're all just entranced when you talk, Danielle. It's just, I love learning <laughs> Just from listen you. to the
3: podcast. Yes. Like, that wasn't a very good representation. I but. thought it was
1: awesome. We will link it. Absolutely. I wish you could all see our faces right now. Everyone listening. <laughs> Um, okay, who's next?
3: I got you.
2: I got you. I love my job. Aww. Oh, wow.
4: Tell yes. us more. Tell us more.
2: <laughs> I feel okay. So I recently transitioned into a non traditional practice. Shout out to the girls and the team at Flourish. And it was a hard transition, but what has been so beautiful is that. I mean, I work with amazing people, and there's something just so powerful about the people that you're with. Um, Life-building, life-giving, instead of people that are sucking the life out of you. I mean, and to be honest, it's a little bit of like a theology, theological dilemma for me because I'm like, oh, but God needs to, I don't know. So it feels almost too good to be true. Mm -hmm. Um, But what feels so good in that is that I work at a place where there's a higher calling and a purpose. And when you were talking about like being like true to your identity or whatever the book that you were talking about, I just feel like to just sit with patients and be able to like listen to their stories and, you know, not have an agenda. It's so awesome. I love it so much. And I'm thankful for the time that I can spend with each patient. And yeah, it's just amazing.
1: We are so happy for you and your bosses. Our previous guests yes. of ours here, Sarah mm-hmm. Rowe and Erin, mm-hmm. that came on with the mid. We called them the midwives.
2: Yes, <laughs> they're so awesome. I love it. So, so great.
1: great. Yes. Yeah.
0: Okay, Rachel, are you ready? What are you loving? May I disclose that some of your patients are in this very room today? <laughs> Is yeah. that breaking it? I'm one of them. <laughs> you guys, Ashley. Okay. I have to confess to you. Originally my, what I'm loving this week was the care that I received from Ashley and I am going to, I'll, I'll do too, but I do want to go back because Ashley girls, ladies, gentlemen, do you see gentlemen?
2: I, I do see gentlemen. Do see gentlemen? <laughs> I see gentlemen, Sarah and Aaron, not so much because um, well, They they do the OB stuff, the prenatal, postnatal. And children, right? You see, children too. Yeah. Oh, my goodness.
0: To sit in a room with Ashley is so magical because she is so warm and so professional, so knowledgeable. She will make you feel like you are the only person on the planet. She will make you feel loved, secure, seen, listened to. You will not walk out of that room without feeling like you have a plan and you will feel empowered. And it is probably the most incredible healthcare experience that could experience. And I am being a hundred percent genuine when I say that. So thank you for being so tremendous. Please see Ashley. We will put the link in the show notes. You can schedule an appointment. But what I also wanted to talk about was something that Tracy and I had the opportunity to do yesterday, and it was actually CultureCon here in Sioux Falls. It was put on by Think3D Solutions, and it was amazing. It was over at the Sioux Falls Convention Center. It was a whole room filled with empowering speakers, entrepreneurs. It was sort of this big celebration for creation here in Sioux Falls and the surrounding area. It was such an incredible room to be sitting in and to be a part of, and there were some really dynamic speakers. Speakers. Our darling friend, Heather Kittleson, shared her story. Mm-hmm. Paulton Hagen gave a call to action about relationships. It was so fantastic. So they do make some of the information public, but definitely would encourage everybody to grab a ticket and go. They do it annually. So it was CultureCon. So thank you to Think3D Solutions for being able to invest in this community and give us so many cool programs to be a part of. It's amazing. How about you, Trace?
1: OK. Mine is a product, you guys. Have you guys been to science nutrition in yeah. town? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm the owner, his name is Joel Jansen. He's just a precious friend of mine. And he gifted us with a bunch of this. It's called in wait, I don't want to mess it up. Joel, hang on. Um, TB 16 thermal burn. It sounds super intense, you guys, but, um, it's just basically just an infusion of vitamins. And I take it in the morning and I was telling these girls, I don't even need this coffee right now. Um, because I take it in the morning before my little workout And my workout means like I'm walking on the treadmill, listening to a book. Um, (laughs) Nothing intense, but gosh, I just feel like like I'm just like ready for the day. Like I'm getting stuff done, and you don't crash after it, you know, like with a cup of coffee. Or if you have two cups of coffee, maybe you're crashing it, you know, in the middle of the day. The stuff I don't I don't even know what's in it, but I've been texting Joel, going, "What? Like, what is this?" And also, he has another product that's kind of like liquid IV. Mm-hmm. but he calls it something different. It's like hydrate. Um, and he was telling me there's no sugar in it. So you don't have like the crash from sugar, but you just feel extra hydrated. And I get headaches after I have like one glass of wine. But if I do, if I happen to have a glass of wine, I will take the liquid IV or the not liquid IV. Sorry, Joel. Um, <laughs> <laughs> is what it it? Light? yes, it's something like that. Daniel. Exactly. And I don't have the headaches cause it immediately just hydrates you. So anyhow, two products. I think you can get them at science Nutrition. I think he's changing the name to NG NG Nutra. I'm going to find out. We'll link it in the show notes. But it's awesome. I feel like a million bucks. Woo, yay
0: health. (laughs) This has been a podcast for the mind and the body. (laughs) And the spirit. Have we mentioned how much we all love the Bible? Was that clear today? Was that made clear in this conversation? I think it was. (laughs) Girls, how can we thank you for joining us today? This was so fun. Group Group hug. Group hug
2: note for the audio glowing kisses glowing kisses gosh we're gonna do it again we're gonna do
1: it again thank you guys so much okay this was awesome thank you thank you for having us
3: thank
0: you so much for joining us for today's episode of isn't it lovely if you love what you hear please rate review and subscribe by clicking on our show in your favorite podcast app and following the prompts you can download all of our episodes on spotify itunes SoundCloud, and Google Podcasts. You can also find all of our episodes on our website at
1: www.isitnotlovely.com. And we are also on Instagram and our handle is Is
0: isitnotlovelypodcast. Keep looking for the lovely in all things. Thanks for listening.